I think in my late 60s, there's much less fear and there's much less of a sense of, I've got to figure this out right away. There's more, I think, settledness in who we are. It's a chance to experiment. It's a chance to try new things and to make a change if it doesn't work. You know, it's not like I'm locked into anything. So it really is a easier way to reinvent when you're in your 60s or approaching 70. Welcome to Reinvention Revels. Stories of brave and unapologetic women, 50 to 90 years young, who have boldly reimagined life on their own terms to find new purpose and possibilities. I'm your host, Wendy Battles. Ready for a dose of inspiration? Let's get to it. Hello, Reinvention Rebels. Welcome to Season 5 of the Reinvention Rebels podcast. I am your host, Wendy, and I'm so excited you are coming along with me for what will be an amazing, exciting, and inspiring ride. If you are brand new, you're a first-time listener, welcome aboard. This is the place to come for inspiration and motivation to get into action about your own reinvention. The women that I feature on the podcast and my solo episodes are all geared to help you think about your reinvention journey. How can you get started? How can you take action? How can you move along in a way that brings you joy, that makes you feel great about things as you age? I feature women 50 and above that have reinvented themselves in ingenious, inspiring, motivating, sometimes life-changing ways, but They're everyday people like you and me, and they are figuring it out, and they're figuring it out on their own terms. And that's what this is all about, ways to get you into action so that you can create your own reinvention too, no matter how big or small. I have amazing women lined up for season five, women of all different backgrounds and experiences, all different types of reinventions to get you thinking about your own life. And I'm so excited to kick it off with a conversation with a fellow Wendy, Wendy Green, who got started late in life in podcasting and has such a great reinvention story to share that I know you're going to love. So without further ado, let me introduce Wendy. Wendy Green is a kindred spirit. Not only do we share the same name, but also a passion for podcasting and being of service. Wendy is the host of the inspiring live show and podcast, Hey Boomer, and is serving an important inspirational role for people 55 to 75 who are looking for ways to live meaningful, fulfilling lives. 
Her goal is to help people see that they are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. Right there, you can feel the synergy with our shared missions. Like many people, Wendy has reinvented herself multiple times over the course of her career. She graduated with a degree in computer science and worked as a programmer. In addition, she earned a certificate in change management from Georgetown, ran a kids art business and after school enrichment program, and in 2013, she trained for and was certified as a life coach. All of those experiences have prepared her for her newest act as both podcast host and coach cheerleader for those ready to figure out what's next as they age. And her list of accomplishments also includes the most special mom and grandma. I bet you can imagine you're in for a treat today with our conversation. Wendy Green, welcome to the Reinvention Rebels guest chair. And thank you, Wendy Battles. It's so nice to be synergistic. I love it. I love that we're both doing these cool things. I love that we're both older and making it happen. I love how we've reinvented ourselves. It's so cool. So, Wendy, we have so many things to talk about. I bet you can imagine I have a host of questions to ask you that will inspire our Reinvention Rebels listeners. And I'd love to begin with this idea that, as I mentioned in your bio, you've reinvented yourself many times, like so many of us have. I am curious, how is reinvention in your late 60s different than when you reinvented yourself during earlier phases of your life? Oh, what a good question. Um, I think in my late 60s, there's much less fear and there's much less of a sense of, I've got to figure this out right away. Um, There's more, I think, settledness in who we are and... So being able to explore things and try new things, it's like, okay, that I can do that because I'm not worried about raising my kids anymore, you know, and, and getting them through school and all of those responsibility things that we had. I am at a place where I am semi-retired except for my podcasting and coaching. So it's not so much about the financial side of things. Um, so it's it's a chance to experiment. It's a chance to try new things and and to make a change if it doesn't work. You know, it's not like I'm locked into anything. So it really is a an easier way to reinvent when you're in your 60s or approaching 70. I love that. I love this sense of freedom that you have because that's what I hear when you talk about how You've created this space. You don't have to have everything just right. You can course correct as necessary and that creates less fear. And I think that's a pretty big deal because sometimes I think as we age, we can have more fear about things. Maybe things are less than they used to be in whatever way that manifests. So I love this idea you're leaning into about more freedom to reinvent yourself. Absolutely, Wendy. And I think you're right. A lot of people at this stage in life have a lot of fears, you know, and they don't trust 
their their abilities. You know, they've they've bought into the societal message of, oh, I'm old, I'm too old to do this, I'm too old to try that. And I say, oh no, you are not. You may not be able to dunk a basketball like you used to do, right? You may not ride a bike down the road like you used to do, but it doesn't mean you can't still do and feel accomplished and make a contribution because think of all the years of wisdom that we have gained and all that we still have to give and contribute to our world and our society. So I'm not done. (laughs) I'm so happy you're not done. Me either. And I I love what you're talking about because part of what you're talking about is perspective, that we can shift our perspective if we choose to see all kinds of possibilities that perhaps were not there before when we were raising our kids and juggling many other things. So there, so it may be different, but it could be just as good or definitely better. Are you thinking? I'll have some of what she's having. Reinvention ripples are amazing, as you can hear from our discussion. They've put themselves first, decided their dreams matter, and are taking action. They have unleashed their inner rebel and are living on purpose in midlife. Are you ready to start putting yourself first and embark on your midlife dreams, focused on what you want, not others' ideas of what you should do? Come check out my new audio course, Midlife Reinvention from the Inside Out, Eight Essentials to Greenlight Your Life. I share my roadmap to get you started on your reinvention journey with the key components you need to navigate detours and get on the road to smooth reinvention sailing. Sis, it is time to give yourself the green light to shine in midlife and crush those dreams of yours with joy and purpose. Join today and let's reinvent and get inspired together. Details are in the show notes. Absolutely. And that's one of the things we talk about on the show and, and in the coaching, you know, it's, it's just part of it is to think back, what did you give up when you had to raise the kids and you had to you know, get them to their activities and you had responsibilities and all of those things. And so maybe you stopped doing things that you used to love doing. Well, let's pull those back out and say, now, now you have the time. You can do these things. And I think what happens, Wendy, is a lot of people get settled. You know what I mean? They they, they look at their day and they say, oh, I have 12 to 15 hours, you know, well, I can do that tomorrow or I'll do that later. And suddenly the day is gone. And what did you do? And so it's, there's a balance, right? There's a part of being a human being and there's a part of being a human doing, but I think we still have so much to contribute. I, I, I truly believe that. We have so much to contribute and we have so much to learn. So, you know, to be on both sides of that equation as contributors and as learners, it's a fabulous place to be. It is a fabulous place to be. And it does remind me that that there are limitless possibilities to grow, to learn, to be and do new and different things as we choose. And speaking of doing new and different things, 
you became a podcaster, but it's not like you were a podcast host before you started Hey Boomer. And so that alone is a reinvention, reinventing yourself in this new way. What was that experience like? Well, it was, it was an interesting how that actually happened, Wendy. I um, was working, you know, I, I was not programming for very long. I moved into corporate training and development for most of my career and in technology until I moved into the software skills. But anyway, when the pandemic hit, everything shut down. And my first thought was, well, <laughs> this is kind of funny thought. I'm 66, so I at least have my Medicare. I'm not worried about <laughs> insurance. <laughs> and so I said, but relevant. I still want to feel like I matter. I still want to feel like I make a difference. And I knew that there were going to be a lot of people in our age group that needed to feel that as jobs were being taken away. We were being locked up inside, basically. You know, what were we going to do? So... I did not have any idea what I was doing, but I thought, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do a Facebook Live. You know, I'll just ask a few friends if they'll be guests and we'll just talk about what we can still do. And it grew from there. So it's now live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and all the podcast apps pick it up. And it's, I mean, like you, you know, like we would never have met Wendy. Had it not been for podcasting, exactly. it's, right? Yeah. So you, it has opened doors to meet the most amazing and interesting people too. It's been fabulous. Honestly, you are so right. The people I've met because of this, the amazing women that I get to interview, like you, you're right. I wouldn't know you otherwise. You'd be busily doing whatever, and so would I. And so it, <laughs> it's, it, right. it's really pretty awesome. And I think it's so cool that you said, oh, well, of all things, I'll try a Facebook Live. Like, I'm going to just go straight <laughs> to, which is, I think it's so cool. It's so brave. It's so, I'm just going to do it and see what happens. It's this spirit of, let me give this a try. And so what if I fail? I can try something else. And I think that's, that curiosity that you have, I think is key to reinventing ourselves to th that openness that you have about it, to me, makes such a big difference. Oh, I think you're so right, right? Because I, I, I mean, I have invented myself many, many times, as you have as all also, and it's it 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 doesn't get easier in a sense because you you know the unknown is always a little scary, but. It does get easier in the sense that, okay, so I tried that and that worked for a while and then it didn't. I tried this and that worked for a while and then it didn't. And so you start to see this pattern of, well, I, I didn't die. You know, I didn't get seriously injured. I met some cool people. I had some great learning opportunities. Now it's time to do something else. And, and you know what? I think it's interesting. I have... Um, a, a granddaughter who's about to go to college. And I, and you know, college kids, they think, oh my gosh, if I pick the wrong major, you know, I'm going to be locked into that forever. <laughs> and, and, you know, I am like the poster child to say, no, you're not. You know, you're going to do so many different things. Absolutely. 
Right? Yeah, it's so true. And life is so different than in our parents' generation where you basically have one career. You did one thing, whatever that might be. There wasn't the opportunity often to shift and to try new things and see new possibilities. Or if you did, people might talk about it like, well, I can't believe so-and-so is doing that. Like, you know, yeah, now right. it's like, you know, we have the freedom <laughs> to do really whatever we want. So I, I do love that idea. And I love that you're embodying that for your granddaughter. You're role modeling that for her to see this is what life can be. I mean, this is what life can be. Yeah. I know. I want to know about your favorite guest. So tell us a little bit about Hey Boomer and what you talk about and a moment that really stands out for you on the podcast. Because I know that our audiences are very synergistic and I know there are going to be a lot of people listening to you. They're going to be like, I want to check out this podcast. This sounds like it's right up my alley. Well, uh, let's see. I've now done, hmm, I think close to 130 shows. That is awesome. <laughs> um, so what Hey Boomer is, it's, it, it's really a mission to inspire and support older adults in this next act of life to believe that they can be engaged and contributing members of society. That's really the mission of Hey Boomer. Um, and so I bring on guests that talk about Everything from Alzheimer's to taking a bicycle trip across the country to, um, you know, a lot of it is talking with women who are overcoming ageism and dealing with um, reinventing themselves. I think one of my best guests, most interesting and most inspiring, her name is Thelma Reese. And Thelma is... She's probably 87, so she's not a boomer, but she is such a role model. She wrote several books about um, what people are doing in this next act of life, first women, then men. Um, She has traveled the world. She has been in um, county government and city government. She has been an educator. She's now working with a a group out of Temple University where they are putting seniors with the students in um, in the gerontology classes and they're co-teaching and co-learning from each other. I mean, she just never stops. And it's just such an inspiration to talk to her. So I've, I have loved having her on as a guest and having her, you know, I love it when I see that she's listening because <laughs> I can see it when I'm live, right? I can see, oh, there's Thelma. That is so cool. I love that. And yeah. it reminds me of someone I had on, Stephanie Schwartz, who's 85, who is pursuing a full-time acting career. Oh, wow. And I feel like talking to people like that, listening to people like that, listening to their stories, what inspires them. Can't help but inspire all of us about what's possible. I'm thinking if Stephanie can do that or Thelma can do that in their 80s, like what can't we do? What excuse do we have if we want to do something, if they're going strong and making it happen? Right, right, right. One of my most interesting experiences as a host, you know, because I go live, 
I was interviewing a man who used to be a chief of police and he left that job and now he's he's a creative person. He does photography, he does cartooning, he writes. So he's very creative, which is, you know, totally the opposite brain of being a chief of police. So we were having this great conversation and suddenly my show dropped, my side dropped and he was still on. And so I was texting him, you know, my questions until I could get back on the show. <laughs> it was He was so professional. It was just great. But it was like, oh, my God, a nightmare because it's a live show. Hey, let me pause for a moment and ask you something. Are you feeling inspired by Wendy's story and how she's reinventing herself at 69? Are you thinking, hmm, I'd love to figure out what I could do. How could I reinvent myself? But I'm not really sure where to start. I have a simple answer for you. I want to encourage you to download my audio, five questions to spark your curiosity and inspire your reinvention rebel journey. Because it all starts by leaning into what makes you curious. What are you interested in? What lights you up? I've got five simple questions to help you get off the starting blocks and get busy thinking about what reinvention might look like for you. Details are in the show notes. Would you say that was your biggest challenge you've had in producing the podcast? And if not, what would you say has been the biggest challenge as you think about this journey of reinventing yourself? Yeah, that was definitely my biggest on-air challenge. I mean, I really was panicking (laughs) and he was so cool. It was just great, especially when I listened back to the show afterwards, you know, it was great. But I think there's been such a learning curve, right? Like, what equipment do we use and what software do we use and how do you format your show and what are the questions you ask and how do you get guests to engage with you? So yeah, it's always a challenge. Um, One more thing to learn. One more thing to learn. But it also feels like if we can overcome those challenges, which sometimes I think we think is such a big deal, but when you step back and get some perspective, you realize, well, it's probably not as big a deal as I was making it out to be. Like, okay, sometimes I can get all into why is this so hard when it really doesn't have to be. So I love that you've got that perspective and that you've had some challenges, but you also have overcome them. Well, one of my words for last year was mastery, you know, because I wanted to master this art of podcasting. And certainly it compelled me to keep learning, but I've realized that there you know, what is mastery, right? Mastery is the one next thing that you're going to master. Exactly. And as you know, in this podcasting podcasting space, there's always more stuff to master. There's always new things that are coming. There's always new equipment and approaches and ways to interact with your listeners. I mean, you know, there's sometimes it's overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to have a strategy. Right. That can be challenging. But I love that you just have totally embraced this and are doing your thing. 
What would you say is the yeah. what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned as you kind of step back and you think about your 60s and this idea of reinvention and the shifts that you've made, the openings that have unfolded? What's the one thing you would say is your biggest lesson learned from all of this? From the podcasting or from reinvention? From reinvention generally, and it could be about the podcast as well, but just broadly thinking about reinvention. I think the thing that it's an ongoing learning, Wendy, and I think it's that, you know, we, we learn, what did they say? When the student is ready, the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Right. So I think that you learn and then you practice. And then when you start to integrate that, then there's the next open door that you say, okay, do I want to walk into that door as another opportunity? I, I like that word better than challenge, right? So as another opportunity, am I going to walk into that door? Am I ready to walk into that door? And so I think um, for me, being able to take the time to reflect, we were talking about meditation, right? So to take that time to reflect and say, am I ready for this next learning? this next integration of, of knowledge and spirit and character and, you know, all of those things to become part of who I am now. And then I'll practice who I am now for a while until I feel grounded in that. And then it's like, okay, where's the next level I'm going to? So to me, it's always, it's like a beautiful nature walk right? You're walking this path and you're, you say, oh, look, there's a steeper hill there. Am I ready to climb that hill? Yeah, I can do that. And so you climb the hill and you get to the top and you're like, okay, now I got to catch my breath a little bit. You know, I'm going to stay here for a while and just breathe until you go and say, oh, look, there's another, or there's some big rocks to climb over. So I think I kind of look at it that way as, it's an ongoing journey of reinvention. That's such a good perspective to think of it that way, that it's not necessarily a one and done. Mm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to check it off the list and I'm done, but it's this continual learning and growing. And with that, we can even have reinventions within a particular reinvention that, you know, one thing might not be working, but we're there's possibilities to try something else, to shift gears and still continue on this path that you're talking about of expansive growth, of learning new things, integrating those things, and then moving forward into the next thing that's part of that ongoing growth. I also like how you talked about this very holistically, that it's integrating many different parts of yourself as you think about reinvention. It's not just the work of doing the podcast. It's your spiritual growth. It's your mental growth. It, you know, in addition to mm -hmm. all that brain power that you're working on, it's many other things that make Wendy Green, Wendy Green at 69 as a podcast host. And I think that is so cool. And I think, you know, without that, we, we can get so much into our heads, you know, like all this analytical work. And so we forget, wait, 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 there's a heart connection here right? There's a soul connection here. And taking the time for all of that, it's a prioritizing 
the time, you know, and making the space for it. And sometimes it's really hard to find that space because <laughs> things happen. Life happens, right? What is, you know, we make plans and God laughs. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. Exactly. And I always try to remember because in the past when I was younger, I would get so frustrated if something didn't work out the way I wanted it to or expected it to. I didn't have a lot of patience. And now I see those detours as opportunities. Sometimes it's redirecting us to something that's even better than that thing we thought we wanted so badly, but we don't always have the perspective to see that. So mm -hmm. I try to really embrace those mm -hmm. things with more grace as I age and stop trying to be so stuck on it. It has to be this way. I know, I know. Those, those of us that have these visions of how it should be. Yeah. It's sometimes hard to get out of our own way, isn't it? It is. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> I like your word perspective, though, you know, because that's really, and, and we've got to try and keep things in perspective. Yeah. I, I think of it on many levels. We're not performing brain surgery. What we're doing isn't, you know, people aren't depending, it's not a life or death matter. It's important and it's our sole work, to your point. So it right. is really important, right. but... I, I have to sometimes dial it back for myself. I'm like, okay, Wendy, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta get a, a grip on this. But it's so funny that you should mention this idea of this soulful living, of living on purpose, because I do think as we age and we get clarity about what's important to us, as we become less focused on having stuff and more on having experiences, I do believe that there are people that, are seeking, like you and I were seeking something more, something more meaningful, something that would really feel like, you know, we were on fire in the best kind of way. So I'm curious about what advice you would have, because there's tons of women who are listening of all age ranges, but especially women 50 plus that are listening and they might be saying, Wendy and Wendy, that sounds great. And I love that you have found your groove, but I don't feel as confident or as sure about this as you do. And, you know, that comes, of course, with time. But what is one piece of advice you would give to listeners that are less sure, but yet they know that there's something more? What What's one small action someone could take to get started to dip their feet into this idea of reinvention? One small step to step your feet into it. That's a great question because there's so many entry points to it. Um, you know, it's hard. It's One of the things, Wendy, I think is to be able to break away from the shoulds, from the expectations people have of us, right? So I know when I started this, my mother kept saying, how are you going to make money at that? Why, what would you, you know, what, how's that going to turn into anything? I don't think you should be doing that. And I had to say to her, you know what? I have really found something that lights me on fire. That is my soul work that, you know, finally, and I was 66 when I started, like I said, finally at 66, I found it. You know, this is amazing. And and I'm not going to listen to you, you know, <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm not listening to you. So I think we have to find those one or two champions that are not going to tell us 
oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you know, you're too old to try that. Oh, you're da, da, da. whatever the negative words that you're hearing out of friends who really care about you and family who really cares about you, but but they're trying to protect you with those negative, you know, don't try this, don't do that. So I think it's important to find someone that can be your champion, that can say, you, you want to try it? Yeah, go for it. You know, how can I help? That's the person you need to try and find. And I think also the other thing is to, to really to be gentle with yourself, you know, to step back and look at your life story. And when were the times that you really felt, I've hit it. Life is good. I love what I'm doing right now. Whether it was back when you were a kid playing the piano or doing artwork or something, you know, that was just so fulfilling Maybe you were a candy striper and helping in the hospital, whatever it was. Think back to that moment. There's a way that you can start to gently work that in. And it doesn't have to be perfect. So now I've given you more than one. But I think those are some really big things to think about when you're getting ready to step your toe into the water and try something new. I completely agree. I love the idea of tuning into what did you love to do? What brought you joy? What could you do for hours on end and not think twice about it? That's so helpful. But I especially love this idea of finding champions, of tuning into those people who, when you share your idea, they love it. They are encouraging. They say, go for it. And sometimes that's identifying the people that you know might be naysayers. They might be naysayers about other things, the kind of people you steer clear of and never even tell them about your dream because they'll just rain on your parade. You want to be careful of them. Yeah. We don't want anyone raining on our parade. And it's funny you should mention that because a couple seasons ago, I had a guest on and she and her family decided to move from Pennsylvania to Spain, to move their whole life to Spain. Mm -hmm. Her husband is Spanish, but he hadn't lived there since he was like a teenager. And so what she told me they did is that they made a plan and they, they helped each, you know, they together figured out exactly what they needed to do one step in front of the other, but they only listened to positive messages. They stopped listening to people that were like, well, how could you give up your tenured position to move to another country? That's really just what you were saying. That doesn't sound like a good idea at all. I would never do that. Okay, but I'm not you. And I could do something different. Thank you very much. And she said that they really focused on listening to only positive messages, positive podcasts, reading positive books, just messages that would support them and their dream. And they made it happen. They are living there, loving their life. So it is always possible. It reminds me, it is always possible to create something new and different. And I love that advice, Wendy, spot on. Yeah, yeah. And and to forget about all the shoulds and the expectations. I think that's important too, right? Because we hold ourselves back with those. Well, you know, I probably shouldn't try this because what if I embarrass myself? What if I, no one talks to me if I go to that volunteer group? But what if, you know, all those what ifs, 
I, I, I shouldn't do that. Hush that, hush that voice. Just don't even listen to that voice because that's old. That's old stuff. And truly it's what we call in coaching. That's your gremlin talking to you, telling you you shouldn't do things because it's really trying to protect you from being embarrassed or, you know, doing something that could maybe not feel good in some way, but it's, we're grown ups now, you know, it's time to say, thank you very much. I don't need you to protect me from this anymore because I'm going to step out the door and I'm going to go to that meeting or I'm going to go to that volunteer group or I'm going to go, you know, listen to those people play music or I'm going to do any of those things. I'm going to read to kids in school, whatever it is you're going to do, do it. Exactly. Don't be afraid. Hush those shoulds. (laughs) Exactly. I am so with you. As we are wrapping up, I have to ask you this last question. If you had to give your reinvention, your most recent reinvention, your best reinvention yet, if you had to give this reinvention a theme, what would it be? That you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. That would be my theme. I love it. And how true (laughs) is that? You are a testament to that. The people you invite on your show are testament to that. Endless possibilities for us to grow, expand, thrive. I love how you shared that. I know people listening are like, where can I find out more about Wendy and her show, Hey Boomer? Where are the best places for people to find you, Wendy? Yeah, so I have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, which is a private group. So if you're interested in that, it, just look for Hey, comma, Boomer on Facebook. You can find the website, heyboomer.biz, B-I-Z. Um, you'll also find the coaching there on the website. You'll see upcoming shows. You'll see all the past shows. Um I, you can email me at any time, Wendy at heyboomer.biz. I would love to chat with you and get to know you and support you, what you're doing, Wendy. I'm excited about what you're doing too. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I am so thrilled to have you join me today. I'm so excited that we have this synergistic relationship and we can really support each other and promote each other's podcasts, knowing that, you know, people who listen to our podcast would also love each other's podcasts. So it just, it's so awesome to be able to support fellow podcasters and female podcasters and older podcasters. Just like and post- podcasters named Wendy and podcasters named Wendy, which is so cool. Because I have to tell you, I've had two other Wendy's on my show. Have you yes, really? Which is so cool because I don't come across a lot of Wendy's, and they tend to be, you know, one was fifty-seven, something like that. Another one was in her sixties, I think, was sixty-six. So really. I'm 58. So I think we're all of a same era often. I guess so. I don't meet many Wendy's that are like little kids these days. 
I haven't had a Wendy on my show yet, except you're coming on my show soon. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I, I, this is just like so cool. I will also link to your Instagram account so people can follow you on Instagram and see some of the content you're sharing. And of course, all of this information, as you already know, will be in the show notes for easy access for all our listeners. Wendy Green, thank you so very much for gracing me and my listeners with your presence, sharing your wisdom and encouraging people that it is never too late to dream a new dream and do something new, different, and exciting like you're doing. So thank you. You are so welcome. And thank you for having me as a guest. I really have enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Wendy as much as I did. I love the wisdom that she shared. She had some great nuggets of inspiration to get us moving forward. And I hope that gets you going and thinking about your own reinvention journey and what is possible. If you loved this episode, I'm going to ask you to do me a small but very quick favor. Would you mind writing a review for me? Reviews are a great way for people to find the podcast and see the value in the information that we're sharing. It could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podchaser in your favorite app, whatever it might be, just that quick action can make a big difference. And I thank you in advance. And I can't wait to see you back here next week for another episode. Until then, keep shining your light. The world needs you and all that you have to offer. Tired of waiting for someday? Feel like you're too old or it's too late to reinvent yourself? Unsure of how you'd even get started on the path to midlife reinvention? I'm here to help. As your guide on the side and host of the top 2% globally rated Reinvention Rebels podcast, I've been around the reinvention block a lot. Here's a simple way you can get started sign up for my free audio. Five questions to spark your curiosity and inspire your reinvention rebel journey. It all starts with getting curious about what's possible. And I've got five questions to help tease out some very cool ideas. Let's get started. Details are in the show notes.